Hi beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of Kip It Pushing and as usual, I am very excited to be here. I wasn't planning on recording a new episode today but this topic is just weighing heavy on my heart and I just had to come here and speak to you guys. If this is your first time here, just letting you guys know This podcast is recorded in a form of a journal, like a personal diary. I come here, I tell you guys what's on my mind, what I'm going through at the moment, and just topics that are related to things in my life or what is going on around the world. And today, I just wanted to come and talk to you guys about the anxiety of getting older and feeling that you haven't accomplished everything you thought you would have. And the reason I wanted to talk about this more in depth is because your girl is turning a year older in a couple of weeks. So just to start off, today is my mom's birthday. Happy birthday to my beautiful mom. I am sitting here in my room in New York, Brooklyn, wishing genuinely wishing I was in Sweden right now, that I was able to hug her. They are having a dinner at our apartment. And I just wish that I was with my family right now. I genuinely do. I'm getting emotional now just talking about it. And yeah, I'm not going to cry because I know there are many, many, many more birthdays that I'm going to celebrate with them. But this year with everything going on around the world, I am not able to be there. And last year as well, I was working so much here in New York, I wasn't able to be there as well. So, and if you know me and my family, birthdays mean so much to us. So missing out on this is a big deal. (laughs) But you know what? I am just happy that she's healthy. I am happy that my sister is there, my brothers and my beautiful niece, Molly. And she has people that loves her that are surrounding her at the moment. And they are able to celebrate her and give her the birthday that she deserves. Yes, so let's start off with that before we move on to (laughs) my first world problems of getting older and feeling the anxiety that I haven't accomplished everything. So this topic is obviously inspired by, or this episode from my mom turning, I'm not even going to say her age, but being a year older. And today when I was speaking to her, she was like, oh my God, and your birthday is in a couple of weeks, just four weeks. And she was like, wow, can you imagine in two years, you are going to be 30. And when she said that, it was just something in my stomach. It felt like someone just punched me. I was like, oh my God, I am turning 30 in two years. I felt like I turned 25 yesterday. And yeah, (laughs) so that is what inspired me to make this episode. So yeah, we are going to talk in depth about getting older, feeling the anxiety that you haven't accomplished everything that you wished you had or you thought you would have accomplished. And just the society we live in with instant gratification and comparison, that is really what I want to get in depth today. I think this is going to be an episode that a lot of people can relate to and 
even if you don't feel this way this year, you might have felt it before or you might feel this in a couple of years. But without further ado, let's get into this episode. Just like any other episode, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an update. What is going on in my life at the moment before we get into the topic? So it is Sunday, August 9th. And what have I done this morning? I walked to Target, get some stuff for my apartment. And afterwards, just came home, made smoothie, and I decided to make this episode. And these past few days, I haven't done much. I have just hanged out with some friends. And I am trying to just figure out how to fix my computer or if I'm just going to get a new one. That is mostly what I have done. And today, I am going to meet a friend here in New York by Tribeca in an hour and a half. (laughs) So I have to leave my apartment latest in an hour and I haven't even like applied my makeup yet. And if you know me, you know I love to take my time when I'm getting ready. But yeah, not much of an update about my life because the last time I recorded, it was just two days ago. So yeah, that is (laughs) what has happened these past two days. After speaking with my mom and my sister and my family, I started just experiencing this anxiety or just feeling overwhelmed by the thought of turning 30. And mind you guys, I haven't even turned 28 yet. It is in less than a month or in four weeks time, so almost a month. So when I was walking down to Target, my head was just spinning. I was like, oh my God, in two years, you are 30. What do you have? Where are you heading? The projects that you are working on, how are they doing? So I was just overthinking, overanalyzing. And mind you guys, I have done episodes where I talk about just living in the moment and how important that is and finding joy in where you are in life right now. So I do know that. But how I felt today regarding being older, I feel that this is something that it's common and a lot of people can relate to it. Regardless if you are turning 40, 18, if you're turning 50, or if you're turning 100, I am sure every birthday people sit and they think about their accomplishment and they think about what they want to accomplish. I'm sure there are people when they're getting older, they're like, oh my God, I never thought I would have accomplished this much at this age. And there are people who are like me that when they're getting older, they feel like they should have accomplished more. Not saying that I don't feel that I have accomplished a lot or that I am not grateful for where I am in life right now or that I am not happy. But this is how I'm feeling today and I want to be honest and just talk to you guys. So what I was thinking about was why do I feel this way and what can the reasons be? So I decided to take some notes and I feel genuinely it's because we live in a world of instant gratification where that is so common we feel that we want to be successful 
overnight or it will it shouldn't take as long and why do we feel that way i think we feel that way because of what we see and what we hear how many times do you just scroll through instagram and you see a post about an 18 year old who just bought a mansion or bought a car for their parents or a 15 year old who's traveling around the world and at the age of 20 they have accomplished everything that they taught that they will accomplish in a lifetime and I do know that this is a small percentage compared to the rest of the world. But we are still exposed to that kind of news and we are exposed to that kind of content daily, every single minute. We see that all the time. How many people is it that you have followed on social media and then within six months you see just how their life changed drastically and you are sitting in your room like these past six months I'm still in the same apartment I'm still at the same job I am still going to the same work and just as human being we have this tendency to compare ourselves with other people which is not good but we just do it and I am here to talk to you guys just the reasons why I feel that Many of us feel the way we do and what can we do so that this feeling is not overpowering all the good we have in life and not overpowering everything that we have accomplished and everything that we are working on. I feel like that would be a shame. And plus, we do need to remember that. I know people say it all the time, but age is just a number. And someone's path in life is their path and we need to remember our path. Just because they got to their destination 10 years earlier and we might get there 10 years later doesn't mean that they are necessarily happier than us or they are necessarily doing better mentally than us. Maybe monetarily or maybe when it comes to tangible assets, but we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And that is really one of the things that I really felt that I wanted to talk about. So let's get into that. Well, the people we compare ourselves with are mostly people that we don't know personally, at least in my case, or people that we have met before. We compare ourselves with people that we follow on Instagram and we see the pictures they post, the videos they post, the stories that they put up. And that is what we use as proof that they are happy. And that is what we use to make ourselves or uh, make myself feel worse sometimes. We should be really careful about that. This is something that I really even wanted to dedicate a whole episode with, but because this is just on my mind and my heart, I'm just going to talk briefly about it. It is crazy that we take someone's Instagram feed or their YouTube videos and that is what we take as reality. I am sure you, me, everyone listening, you have seen these posts when they are talking about Instagram versus reality. And it's normally really funny. Someone might look maybe 
really cool on one picture and the next picture, which is the reality, they look really awkward. But let's just dive deeper into that. And this is something I sat in my room, I was thinking about. I'm like, the pictures we use to make ourselves feel better, how much of a reality are they? Imagine, this person has a phone that they probably invested a lot of money in to have a great camera. And when they capture that picture, they don't just capture the picture and then just post it just like that. And you determine what you want to feel about the picture. No, that's not how it goes. They capture a picture. They have three to four different editing apps. You go into those apps and you change the color of the sky. Some people go, they fix their bodies as in face tune, give themselves smaller waist, bigger butt, smaller nose, whatever they consider to make them more beautiful. And from there on, <laughs> imagine the amounts of apps that have, you adjust the picture, you put a filter on that, then when it's time to post it, you when you post that picture, you don't even let that picture speak for itself. You have to literally sit and come up with a caption so that you can tell people how to feel about that picture. So thinking about all those steps that people take before they upload a picture, and then we call that a reality. When all you have done is altered what the reality actually is. And I am not down not not downgrading, but I'm not bashing people because you know, I edit my pictures as well. Something I never do. I never edit my body, but I can edit a picture as in find something that will make the sky look more blue or you know, you can see that my t-shirt is black and not blue. But I am just giving this analogy because I want anyone who's listening to really take a step back and just see that pictures that we use to determine how someone's life is, is not reality. How can that be real when there's a filter on top of it? <laughs> so I am. they might be in Barbados, like where they're saying that, the picture is taken from and they are at that beach that they are in but who knows what is going on in the background who knows if it just rained two minutes before or maybe they just literally just were riding in the car and stopped by the beach for a minute to snap that picture and then go again who knows how that person is feeling mentally or emotionally so these pictures that we use to determine how someone's life is necessarily might not be the reality. In some cases, I'm sure that people post pictures that looks perfect and at that moment, everything that was happening in their surrounding was absolutely perfect and it was just magical. But I can definitely imagine that most of the time, that is not the case. And the same thing when it comes to judging someone by their Instagram feed. 
I don't know about you, where you live, but here in New York, when you meet someone, this is me too. You don't take people's numbers no more. You talk to people and you're like, can I have your Instagram? That is your form of contact to that person. And then when you meet them, even before you get home, you sit on the train, on the bus, whatever it is, or as soon as you get home, you scroll through that person's Instagram feed because that is what will tell you who they are. That will tell you what they like to do. And the Instagram feed is going to tell you if they are your people, as in if they can be friends with you. Not only can, but if you guys will be compatible as friends. But that is, I don't know. Now thinking about it, I just feel that that is just wrong. Because you are judging someone by the perception of what they want you to think about them and not based on who they are. So why do we do that? And I am guilty of this too. I'm not sitting here bashing, but I'm just telling you guys that these are things that we should think about. And imagine how many people is it that you have followed that are so huge on social media and Instagram. And years later, information about them coming up like that, let's say these things with couple goals. And information might come up after two, three years that this couple was actually really unhappy for several years, but they have succeeded in portraying a life that doesn't mimic their reality. So I have to remind myself when I feel this way and I compare myself with other people that what you see in life is not always the reality and even if a lot of people know that I just felt I just felt it in my heart that I wanted to talk about this today another thing I really wanted to talk about is how we determine how successful or how cool someone is based on the amount of followers and likes they have and we live in this culture where the amount of followers determine what category you are in. At least in New York and I think in LA, it might not be like this around the world. I'm just speaking from my experiences. And I was watching this YouTuber that I follow and she was talking about sometimes she will meet celebrities and they will not know who she is. And she's like, oh, and this is exactly what she said or something in these lines. She's like, when I meet people and they don't know who I am, the first thing I would do is just show them my Instagram. And when they see that I have X, Y, and Z followers and they see that I have nice pictures, I could just see how their energy change and then they feel more comfortable around me. And when I was watching that, I was like, oh my God, so <laughs> depending on the amount of followers you have, that determines the amount of respect you get or which crew you can hang out with. That's another topic. I'm not even going to get in depth, but this is just an example that I really wanted to give because I remember when I was watching this YouTube video, I was like, oh my God, what kind of world are we living in right now? 
One thing that I have really thought about recently, and even with this podcast, that moving forward, I would rather have quality over quantity. And even with this podcast, I'm going to give you guys an example. I would rather have 10 listeners or 100 listeners who are loyal, who genuinely liked what I am talking about or what I have to offer or are interested in what I have to say. And they are here for the right reasons and they will support me in everything I do rather than having 2,000 listeners who are just here just to be here or they will even just listen why but they will not listen they just have it in the background or they're genuinely not interested in what I have to do they're just here just to be here <laughs> as in be here I mean listening I do feel that I would rather have genuine subscribers I would rather have a thousand people who are definitely loyal, I don't even want to say fans, but loyal listeners. And this is something that I have thought about so much. Even when I started this podcast, I was really careful that I didn't want to push people to listen to it because I really wanted that when people started listening, they genuinely felt that it was for them and this is something that they are interested in and it's not something that I am forcing them to listen to or they felt that they have to listen to it because someone else is. I wanted them to have the choice to just do it because I know we live in a world where there's so many people who follow people or who buy products just because someone else does it, not because they want to do it. And this is something I have really started thinking about that moving forward in life, anything I do, I want to have the intent to attract the right people and the people who are genuinely interested in what I have to offer and people who are going to support me long term. I hope that makes sense. But yeah, I know that we are maybe swerving a little bit away from this whole anxiety of accomplishment and what I'm feeling with age. But I do feel that the reason I was, I was, I'm still feeling that anxiety, it is because I sit and I watch these YouTube videos and I follow these people on Instagram and I see everything that they have accomplished. And I feel bad because I don't feel that they are necessarily smarter than me. So I feel that I can do that too. So why haven't I? But as I mentioned before, it's all about their path, my path, and finding joy in where you are at this moment. So yeah. The last thing I wanted to talk about on today's episode is to remember that the people that inspire us and the people that we have followed for so long, not everyone accomplished a lot by the age of 30, 40. There are people that tried so many things in life and failed. You guys know about, what is her name, J.K. Rowling? Rowling? I think it's J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter books. You guys have to read about her story and just see everything she went through 
before she became who she is. The same thing when it comes to J-Lo, the same thing when it comes to Oprah. They're people that have gone through so much before they succeeded. And I think it's really important that we take time and read about these people just to remind ourselves that we are not late, we are not behind, that when our time comes, it will happen. And really, as well as I've mentioned so many times, sit and take a step back and realize that we have accomplished a lot and we will accomplish a lot more. And as I mentioned before, let's enjoy the journey of getting there. And if it's anything that I want you guys to get away from this episode today, and I know it's a short episode because my friend literally just texted me and said she left her apartment, so I have to run out of my apartment shortly so that I'm not late. But one thing I want you guys to take away from this episode is do your research of the people that genuinely inspire you and just learn about their journeys and you will see that nothing happens overnight. It might seem that way because we sit here in our room and we just see one picture from another. We see that this year they lived in this apartment and next year they live in a mansion. But you don't know what happened that year or all the hard work they put in or the hard work that they have put in years before. And you don't even know what is going on in their life at that moment in the big house or the big deal that they just signed. So do your research. And I think that that would really help us with feeling better of ourselves. And another thing that I really, really wanted to emphasize on this episode is if you do have the time, take a week and read this book that is called The Slight Edge. It's one of the best books that I have ever read and it literally changed my life. And this author speaks about the importance of doing the small things in life and how it will just multiply with time. And that is how you will grow as an individual, in your business, as a person, even in health. Like if you want to lose weight, you don't go to the gym and work out for 10 hours and then lose five pounds. You have to work out one hour, two to three times a week or maybe more. And with time, that is how you will shred the weight. And the same thing goes with projects that we are working on. It is important not to underestimate what we can do each day if we just take an hour and work on something. The same thing like me right now, just sitting here recording this podcast today. It will take me an hour to record, maybe another hour or two to edit and then post it. Everything will not happen overnight or will not happen same day. But if you do little every single day, it will be easier for us to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully this episode was not all over the place. I wanted to come here, speak to you guys 
and just be honest and let you guys know what's on my mind today. And I just have to remind you guys, I am not sad. I feel now a lot better after speaking here. It feels like a therapy session. So I'm going to go out. The weather is beautiful today in New York. I'm going to dress up, meet up with my friend and enjoy the city. Whatever time it is right now, wherever you live, enjoy the rest of your day. If it's night, enjoy your night. I will be back with more episodes. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you listen all the way to the end, have a good day, a good night and talk to you soon.